You're listening to Feeding Catholica, the Sunday homilies of Father John Gazzaldo, pastor at St. Luke Catholic Church, Temple, Texas. This homily is from Sunday, April 17, 2022, Easter Sunday. Praise be Jesus Christ, now and forever. He is risen, he is risen indeed. Let's try that again. He is risen, he is risen indeed. Happy Easter, y'all. It has been, it has been, seems like three long lengths uh, before we have been set free. The solemnity today in English, as you know, is called Easter. But in most languages, it has another context, Pasqua, Pasch, Paschal, the Resurrection, has all kinds of names, recognizing what Jesus did for us on the cross. He saved us, but at the resurrection, he justified us. It is a new day. Yesterday, last night, and about uh, two hours and 45 minutes, we read nine different readings. And we read the readings from Genesis to Jesus, all what we call salvation history. And today, and for the rest of the few weeks, we will be celebrating that moment when the stone was rolled back and Jesus steps forth victorious, letting us know that he and we will rise again. But for just a moment, I'd like to go back to the very first reading last night the first chapter that we're all familiar with in Genesis, and that is creation. And for me, the one line that I find just feels good, just as refreshing and new, is when it says, evening came and morning followed the first day. It's just a small little line in the beginning, but in that line is a reminder. It takes us back to the Garden of Eden, the first day, the freshness, creation, when there was no sin, there was no hunger, there was no lockdowns, there was no war. There was none of that. It was the first day. In some sense, it was heaven on earth. I would like to even call that opening day. It was opening day. So today, I would say, as we remember the opening of the tomb, since we have all kinds of names for today, I'd like to call it opening day too, as well. Now, many of you know that term, opening day, if you're a baseball fan. I will confess to you right now, I am not a baseball fan, okay? I think it's like watching paint dry, but I know a lot of you are baseball fans. God bless you, because I used to live with baseball fans. I used to live with some other teachers and coaches. And they all had their own teams that they rooted for. So I'd like to talk about them for a second. Because there was one day that they all seemed the most excited, especially when I lived up north. There was one day that all seemed the most excited, and that was opening day. And there's several reasons why, I think. First of all, if you live in like Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Milwaukee, opening day for baseball is, means a couple of things. It means that winter is over. The long night of gray cold is finally over. 
And what's also kind of cool is all the records are clear. Everybody is tied for first place. Even if you're like a, you know, a Ranger fan or, you know, a, a Pirates fan. You're, all of a sudden, you're tied for first place. There's a new hope. There's a new freshness. All the sins of the past season are wiped away. It's opening day. There's a new hope. There's a newness of freshness. You could even, when you've ever been to the ballpark, you get, even in your house, you get that smell of the grass. But for us Christians, we remember that today is opening day. When we remember when that tomb was rolled back and the sun came out because we were in that tomb for several days. And we remember just how dark and cold it was. And Palm Sunday and Good Friday, where we made all of you who came to Mass, especially Good Friday and Palm Sunday, where we went through blow by blow, minute by minute account. And then you guys yelled all together that really just cold, crucify him, crucify him. Wow. What a powerful thing. What a darkness. But that's what our Lord endured. That was cold and gray and even in some sense hopeless. But today as Christians, we tell the world that that is not the end. The grave, the tomb is not the end wasn't an end for him or for us and when Jesus went into that tomb he just wasn't asleep he was at work he plumbed to the depths of death he went into Hades to Sheol that dark cold place of death what was he doing he bring, came to bring them their opening day their glorious day you know there's a beautiful and those of you who say the the office are familiar with this, the Office of Readings. We found a first century homily, a first century homily about Good Sa of Holy Saturday. And it's a reflection of how Jesus goes in to that place of the dead looking for Adam and Eve, looking for the one who sinned in the garden and then spots them and Adam stands up and says, the peace to all of you here. And Jesus says, and with your spirit. And they blow a horn. Hope is back. Everything has been quite clean. We're back to zero. The debt has been play, paid. We are square with the house. And he opened the gates of heaven for them. It was opening day for them. He went to get them first. And then he came for us. And when he came for us, at that moment when he opened that tomb, he changed the world. The world changed. Now he is risen. He is risen indeed. That is the opening day that he brings to all of us. So I would ask each of you to let this ne next week not just be an opening day, be a grand opening. Work hard at opening. I would ask you to even get out your calendars and plan a party each day. I got two tomorrow. You plan a party each day, that may mean you may have to go shopping. You may have to go to the liquor store, just saying. <laughs> Who's kidding who? Because in a few minutes we will celebrate when we were set free. When we had our opening day. For most of us, we don't remember that. When we died, it rose with Christ in our baptisms was soaked 
in water charged with God. He gave us an opening, and now we can live forever with him, with him. But having said that too, for most of us in here, what we remember in a few weeks is Pentecost. And at Pentecost, Jesus not only saved his apostles, he did that, but then he sent them on mission. We are asked to be missionaries this opening day, this resurrection day. So what should we be doing? On this opening day, look for openings. Look for openings in your own conversations. Even if you're online with you know, social media, text, or emails, and someone asks you, how was your weekend? Don't miss that opening. Ask them how their weekend was. Some of you were here Thursday. Some of you were here Friday. Some of you were here last night. Who's been here coming and going all weekend long? Raise your hand. There's several of you. God bless you. God bless you. It has not been easy, but it's been awesome and a privilege. But they're going to ask most of you here, what did you do this weekend? How was your Easter? Say, my Easter is going fantastic. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Because tomorrow is not just Monday. It's Easter Monday. Tuesday is Easter Tuesday. Easter Wednesday. So tell your boss, hey, we brought some cupcakes. Hey, let's have a little party. It's still Resurrection Day. And if you have an opportunity, if you have an opening, there may be some people here who are not Catholic. I would... Throw out the invitation now. Would you like to become Catholic? What keeps you from becoming Catholic? Start to use those questions. Look for openings. Because Christianity makes a bold claim. It's either true or it's not. Catholicism makes the claim that, that we have the fullness of the Christian faith. And we believe that. Why wouldn't we offer to others or invite people into that? Look for openings on this opening day. And let there be a change in your life. You know, we have many opportunities now that many people in the world do not have. You get to come to Mass. There are some terrible things going on in our world right now. And I don't know which would be worse, to be living in the Ukraine, attacked by Russians, or to be locked down in Shanghai, China, with 25 million people. Both of those sound like hell. But we are free. We can come we can practice our faith. We are not locked down. And to maybe look at the past and say, wow, we need a newness. There are things in the past that seem to come back, whether they're good or not. I don't know. You know, I don't know if you've noticed, but sometimes our young ladies are now wearing bell bottoms. So 70s. Might look good. Okay, fine. You know, also, have you noticed that mullets are back? Have you seen that? Who let that happen? I don't know, but, but they're back. God bless them. God bless them. But this past Friday, we had a wonderful opportunity to bring something else back. Here in Temple, we brought back the way of the cross. Hundreds of people showed up at Our Lady Guadalupe for the first time in three years and made the way of the cross. And it was hot and it was uncomfortable, but it was a privilege it was brought back to us. But I'll go ahead and tell you, I was approached by a journalist who wanted to know what was going on and wanted to take pictures. And 
they introduced themselves and, hello, I'm Father John. And I stuck out my hand and they said, oh, no, I don't do that. Okay. Do you do a fist bump? No, I don't do that. What about an elbow? Nope. I was like, that's so 2020. I thought we were beyond that now. Don't go back to that. There's a newness now. We are alive. We tell the world that this is our resurrection day, our opening day. A newness time, a freshness. You can even think about it as the first day. It is our first day that we remember in just a minute. The first day of our salvation and we renew it now. And we renew it every time we receive Eucharist and we walk out of that confessional. Our celebration day, our resurrection day, our Easter day, our opening day. You've been listening to Fide in Catholica, the Sunday homilies of Father John Gazzaldo, pastor at St. Luke Catholic Church, Temple, Texas. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast in whichever podcast player you're listening to, and you can be notified whenever new episodes drop.